Welcome to episode number nine, number nine of the podcast, the Untitled Theme Entertainment Design Show. We just recorded a great episode of recapping IAPA uh, with Monet Rooney and Anna Cross. It was fantastic. And you had a little bit of uh, what they call the FOMO. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I couldn't make it this year and I was very sad. So seeing did, everybody's social media posts on <laughs> on the show floor and the, the parties, our party. It was a bummer. It was a real bummer. But uh, I'll be there next year for sure. You'll be there next year. And then did did recapping the show help out with your film? Did it actually help and make you feel like you were almost there? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> to our listeners out there, believe you me, this is going to sound just like you were there. It's a lot of fun. You can check us out on YouTube, all that kind of great stuff. Uh, like and subscribe, sign up for our newsletter, and enjoy the show. Welcome, Andy. everyone. Welcome, Patrick. Hello, Patrick. How's it going, Andy? How you doing? Good. How, how was your Thanksgiving holiday? Uh, I had two Thanksgivings. How many Thanksgivings did you have? Three. Three. Okay, so I gotta, I gotta, I gotta work on that. Saw <laughs> Ghostbusters Afterlife. Did you see Ghostbusters? I did. I did see it, and it, it's a uh, uh, slavish uh, exercise to nostalgia. <laughs> oh, you did not. You did not enjoy it. Oh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed okay. it a lot. I, you know, I laughed. I cried. But I, uh, you know, it's a slavish, ex- slavish exercise in nostalgia. Fair enough. Well, I've never heard. I've never, I don't know how to and why unpack that. But uh, great. Well, you know, we are here to talk about industry news. And then we have a little bit of IAPA spectacular. Uh, Going to be talking about some interesting IAPA happenings and all that. Uh, so where do we want to be? We, we had some big news uh, with the Thea Awards. Uh, yeah, the awards were announced in IAPA. I mean, it all ties into today's episode at the uh, at the TEA booth every first Tuesday of IAPA. They uh, uh, the TEA announces the recipients of the uh, annual Thea Awards. This year, the twenty eighth annual Thea Awards uh, were announced, and typical winners: Disney, Universal, you know, and then a lot of uh, really interesting awards. Um, to uh you know smaller projects that uh you know that's one of the things that i love about the theas uh, increasingly is that they they really work hard to find and seek out and recognize uh smaller um experiences with with smaller budgets and audiences and and uh tell you know non-mainstream stories like you know the indigenous people's experience and the roads to freedom and you know elephant springs you know just at, at exhibit in a zoo you know is really cool and it's uh it's really i i think that uh that's really great that they do that and i'm really excited about the actual awards because we are we are going to be live at the disneyland hotel once again in april of next year so um, and Patrick, I mean, you have a, uh, we want to announce, uh, something big, uh, related let's, to that. Let's, let's wait till we talk about it a little bit later. Okay. That makes sense. So, okay. All yeah. right. And For then, sure. uh, you'll see me, uh, 
uh, at the Thea Awards. I'm the, uh, I've been honored to be asked to be the music director of the show once again. Do you need any ushers? I could definitely volunteer. <laughs> we do. We always need volunteers. Talk to uh, whoever's in charge of the TEA now. I don't know. whoever's the, uh, There's the operations manager, Barb. Talk to Barb. Okay. Well, there you go. If you want to get involved with the TEA. Other TEA news, of course, CJ, our producer, was elected to the, from their broadcasting from an undisclosed location, um, <laughs> was uh, elected to the, the Western Division board as an associate member. So bravo to you, CJ, for that. That's fantastic. Well deserved. Thank you. Very We're lucky happy. to have you. All right, back in the back in the operating get, booth. Get out of here. Uh, so what other news we have um, out there? You know, we're kind of in full swing with the holidays here in Orlando. Uh, how, how are things going out there in LA? Any other bits of news besides the Theo Awards? Um, out here, you know, in the beautiful downtown Burbank, um, you know, the decorations are up. Christmas music is playing. I've got my Christmas music playlist playing in the car now. Oh, wow. You should share that. Working on the uh, the mountains of Burbankia, which is my uh, yearly Christmas display at the house, uh, which this year has has literally grown exponentially from last year. I've yeah. piled up 50 various sized cardboard boxes into a giant mountain and uh, currently working on that. And that's uh, I'm literally going to head home and do that after the show. <laughs> Try to finish that up so we can have some Christmas. All right, perfect. Great. Well, you know, why don't we go ahead and dive in? And also, we're broadcasting live on LinkedIn for the first time. So not sure how that's working. I'm sure it's great. Uh, we can't see who's watching from our little command post. But we're now broadcasting uh, to Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter via Periscope. So we are broadcasting in five different locations. Isn't that that's pretty remarkable? Um, we still have three viewers. <laughs> uh, don't worry about that. <laughs> that is fine. Um, yeah, there's more people backstage. I don't. I don't think those numbers are quite accurate quite yet, to be honest with you. So um, let's go ahead and bring up our little our little deck and talk about some news coming out of IAPA. Speaking of our IAPA, I can kind of walk you through my. Uh, 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 my my experience, but first, why don't we just kind of go through some bullet points? Uh, you know, uh, Andy, take this away. Well, uh, this big announcement with uh, the uh, the park that uh, Ubisoft is doing uh, it's like a mini theme park, I think. That uh, you know, they announced the uh, partnership with Storyland and Studios and Alterface projects out of Belgium. Friends of mine, friends of the show. They're all friends of the show, really. We should have Ubisoft on, so they're friends of the show as well. Yeah, absolutely. Great. Yeah, great. I mean, uh, it's going to be, it's a giant, as you might imagine, interactive theme park, you know, with a video game company partnering with an interactive uh, technology company like Alterface. Uh, and I, I, I'm sure there are a lot of other companies involved in the design of the facility as well that, you know, maybe aren't announced yet. Right. No, exactly. Well, and then also, you know, other news, we have uh, T-A-I-T, Tate? T, I, what, iTech? Yeah, that, no, the yeah, iTech got acquired by, or acquired iTech. Yeah. And then uh, Tate bought JRA? Yeah, RWS bought our, our JRA, I thought. That's right. Um, and then, of course, um, there's an, our, you know, friend of the show, uh, and network uh, Chuck Fawcett announced over um, 
that they have a new company they formed, um, the DCXD Experience Development. Uh, so they've acquired. I actually don't know what's public or not. Andy, what, what have you heard about this? It's public. I, I don't want to say anything that's not public. Literally nothing, except for okay. I know, I know Eric and Darren and Chuck. So. Yeah, so they, Eric, Eric, Eric looks so thrilled to be up on stage. Oh, I'm sure he's excited. Uh, so Darren <laughs> and Chuck Fawcett have co-founded the company. They brought on Nathan Jones to be the CEO. Uh, that's right, Nathan Jones. That. And what's that? Yeah. I, that's right, Nathan Jones. I, yes. And they're working on ride systems and creative development for smaller uh, facilities and experiences. So that that's that's exciting uh, development there. Um Really, no, it's a cool, you know, it's always cool, interesting to see how that's going to develop. And I'm sure they have more things on the way as well. So we'll be having to watch that closely. And I'm sure we'll have Nathan on to talk about that on somewhere in the network to talk more about that, which is cool. Um, just a side note, um, you know, IAPA is full of a lot of interesting things. Um, I got there a little bit early and um, was that we actually were setting up our booth for Big Break Foundation. And we'll bring on um, Big Monet and, and Anna in a second. But uh, this is what I, I never been on the show floor before it was open. I don't even know if I should even be able to publicly share this photo, but there was, here's a photo of the, uh, the show floor oh, being created. Oh no. The uh, IAPA place is going to come for you. Yeah. And which is super cool. And then you never know who you're going to run on, on the show floor. So once it got started, uh, so I got, uh, next slide. We have Adams, uh, Adam Sandy from the, uh, of course, p- pimping their lightning roller coaster. And then I met somebody who went to outer space, part of the Inspiration 4. Uh, Andy, have you, did you hear about that, the Inspiration 4? No. So uh, uh, SpaceX um, had a private space flight with four citizens that went out to outer space. Uh, and she was just happening to walk the show floor um, and was really inspira- in- inspirational person and just really nice. Uh, and, and she actually just like, I was like, Oh, like, I'm like, I was talking to somebody at my booth and I was like, why do I recognize that person? Like I know them. And, um, yeah, it turned out that they were, um, gosh, doctor, I don't want to miss their name, mess their name up, but, um, they're a doctor and they just had missed their chance to go to outer space because of some reason back in the day. And, um, it was really cool. So it was really awesome to see, um, just meet meet her. I I feel bad. I don't know her name. And then of course I uh, I met uh, Dead Skull in person. Deck was an awesome guy. Um, <laughs> thanks for watching Dead Skull. Uh, go follow him on social media. Uh, really nice guy. And I got to talk to um, him and, and his company a little bit, which was really awesome. So appreciate that setup, which is super cool. Um, then you know, let's go ahead and bring on uh, Monet and Anna in the green room, and let's chat a little to you. Hello. Welcome to the show, you guys. Hi, friends. Anna is muted. Hello, sorry. So we have, you know, Anna, you're obviously no, uh, you know, everyone's here as part of TETV, so we're great to have you on board. Um, but Anna, uh, before we dive into your experiences, you know, um, you know, we actually, it was fun meeting for the first time, right? So uh, we met at the TETV party. Uh, if you could jump to the next two slides forward, Um CJ, we, it, there's a photo of myself and in the same location, one, one back. And now, no, <laughs> there we go. So <laughs> first show coming to our store, folks, LGBTETV. I love that shirt. I thought it was amazing. Um, yes, that is made by the uh, ever-talented Sam Wood. Uh, it was a one-off joke that I made during our uh, 
assembly when we were trying to figure out Pride Month, and she thought it was funny enough to make me a T-shirt. So <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I, I first saw you with it at my house last in July. <laughs> so, and, and I, I couldn't, I didn't look at what we were our facial expressions. I know you're kind of looking, you know, like kind of like, like but. Um, <laughs> Sure I think I was awesome? probably in the middle of laughing at something someone said. Uh, yeah. Sounds about right at that event. That was absolutely wild. Uh, a lot of people showed out for that. That was great. Yeah, yeah. I'm sad. That I'm sad of all the things that I uh, that I am upset that I missed was that. So yeah, let's back it up a slide if you don't mind. Uh, we had a whole yeah we were we we kind of really uh, it was really overwhelming how many people showed up to this event. Now, look, I get it. Like, people wanted something to do. They wanted to hang out. They got wind of our party, and they showed up. Um, we had a lot over, you know, over 80 people that signed up ahead of time. And a great turnout, really great people that were there. And it was it was quite an exciting event. Um, and, you know, Andy teased it a little earlier. But, we're, you know, why don't we go ahead and make the announcement now, Andy? Go ahead and take it away. Well, in conjunction with the uh, the FIA Awards uh at the Disneyland Hotel next year, we are going to have a, another TETV mixer uh, before the show. Yay! Uh, so we'll hope to see you there. Stay tuned and subscribe to our newsletter uh, for more details. Yeah, so we it, I, I, it's been a while since I've been to the theaters, but I think some people do parties ahead of time and some sponsor parties. So yep. um, we're gonna be we're gonna we're gonna find some balcony or somewhere to and do an adjacent party when there's downtime. Um, which yeah. is going to be super exciting. Perhaps the perhaps the local tiki bar. Yeah, could who knows? Who knows? Who knows where we'll have it? We will see. It's going to be exciting. So mark your calendars now. I don't even know the date, but just keep keep an eye on that, which is super exciting. Other thing, other people I met at the TETV party was our very own MJ. If you want to jump ahead, there we go. It's uh, a lot shorter than I thought. I got people thinking I was a lot taller, and uh, I'm, I was a lot shorter than I thought in person, which is funny. Actors are all short. Yeah, every yeah. actor is short. <laughs> Trust me. I, in my studio, there's a constant parade of actors downstairs because we have a self-taped place in my building, and it's just all these tiny people. Tiny yeah. people. But so, also, speaking of tiny, uh, uh, Billie Eilish's wardrobe uh, stylist is in my building as well, and I saw Billie last week. Teeny, tiny little person. She's, like, teeny. Nice. Pocket-sized. And- and then one person is not is uh, Cedric. He was on the show. Um, uh, he he's been on the show actually uh, this network a couple mm-hmm. times, and and uh, he's not short, so he's tall as well, <laughs> which, which was fun. Um, so you know, let, let's take a pause on the photos for now. Um, Anna, this was your first IAPA, right? Um, why yes. Don't you talk, talk about your experience. Oh my goodness. It was overwhelming. That's what everybody says. It's, you know, there's so much to see, so much to do. And uh, I'll break it down a little bit. I was, I was there uh, Monday through Thursday. So I, the only day I missed was, was Friday. Uh, The experience of going down the escalator to the show floor on, on Tuesday when it opened up, it, there was so much, color and light and neon and literal bells and whistles going off and the the biggest comparison that I could make and I I probably said this at least 10 times during the expo was I feel like I've been invited to Wonka's Chocolate Factory like everything is just filled with exciting things to check out Uh, it was so neat to see 
not only like the new and upcoming coasters, the uh, like game attractions for family entertainment centers, uh, the food, the people, it was, uh, the show floor itself was incredibly overwhelming and amazing. Uh, the panels and talks were so informative. I, I found myself at a like the tail end of something that I didn't really intend to go to is about um, like what we have learned in the history of this long history of food service, you know, knowledge and being in that business. And even though it wasn't directly related to specifically what I do or what I'm interested in, it was so awesome to hear these, these industry vets just talking all about uh, their, their accumulated knowledge. Um, but then of course, uh, panels like, uh, the Cynthia Sharp's panel on industry trends was so much fun. Of course, I've worked with Cynthia at TETV and to meet her in person was wonderful. Um, yeah, gosh, it was, it was pretty spectacular. I, I've described it now as the greatest week of my professional life. And I would not have been able to attend if it weren't for the Big Break Foundation and their edutainment scholarship. Well, not scholarship program, but their edutainment. Uh, well, how would you describe it? A, a sponsorship. Yeah, Sponsorship. That's the word. <laughs> yeah. No, Got but... It. Go ahead, Andy. Sorry. No, go ahead. No, thank you, Anna. Like, it was absolutely incredible. I'm so glad that you were one of the participants. Uh, Big Break Foundation, with the help of IAPA, as well as our partners for the booth, um, helped sponsor 50 participants to come to IAPA for many of them for the first time all with varying uh, backgrounds and goals to break into uh, the themed entertainment location-based experience industry. So it's really, really exciting and rewarding to be able to to share that and have Big Break Foundation for the first time at IAPA this year. Simone, oh, I, oh sorry, go ahead, Andy. I was gonna say IAPA is a transformative experience, uh, I think, for anybody who goes. Uh, especially young professionals. I remember when I was a Nazi young professional, but when I, uh, the first time I went to IAPA was about 12 years ago, I think. And um, obviously I wasn't young by definition per se, but, you know, I had, I, you know, wanted to sort of, you know, rededicate myself to the industry and going to IAPA is, is a big step to that is, you know, uh, it's a commitment to, you know, professionalism, I think, you know, to just decide that this is what you're going to do and you're going to put yourself out there and you're going to meet people and you're going to, you know, try to advance your career, you know, through networking and whatnot. And IAPA is that that place. That's the time and place to do that. And, uh, you know, the, the fact that Big Break Foundation is able to step up and, and help a lot of people with that, I think is fantastic. No, thank you, Andy. I like, I was exposed to IAPA through the Gift Kids World partnership that they have. And I will never forget, I wasn't even volunteering at the Gift Kids World booth. I was just there as, as a buyer for entertainment for Gift Kids World and to create partnerships. And nobody prepared me. I knew it was big. I didn't know how big it was. And I had every opportunity to know about this industry and experience this industry 
I just didn't know how many people and companies and organizations exist to create these opportunities. So I am so happy that we were able to open that door for, for so many emerging professionals. And I'm yeah, I, I, I was going to say, I is you know, sort of like entering the big leagues, you know, it's mm-hmm. major league baseball. Yeah. And, you know, our, our Apple experience started um, for Big Break Foundation several months. Pro- well, not many. Well, it was actually the day of the Velocicoaster event. Um, my, myself, uh, Chuck Fawcett and Monet met with the team at IAPA. They were very welcoming. And we kind of showed our plan of what we wanted to do for IAPA, which included the edutainment program, a booth um, and, and much more. And, you know, we got so much support from them um, to do this program. And even to the point where, you know, um, Monet, why don't you tell us how you started your, your IAPA bright and early at 8.30, probably more like 5 a.m. Uh, IAPA morning on Monday. So, Monet, was this, your, this was your first IAPA? For me? No. Yeah. Oh. Or with Big Break Foundation. With Big Break Foundation. I used to represent We Give Kids the World. Um, so through just relationship building uh, throughout the year, uh, and really setting up Big Break Foundation, we got invited to, uh, I got invited to present on the at a, a Seat at the Table, Diversity and Inclusion in Themed Entertainment. You'll see that wonderful photo of me mid-drink. Um, but that was first thing, 8.30 in the morning on Monday, one of the first edgy sessions. Um, and so appreciative of Nicholas Taylor with Masterminds who brought up this conversation in diversity and inclusion within the industry back in 2019 when he originally proposed this panel. But we all know what happened. Shortly after that, we shut down. Um, And so I was so happy to hear that IAPA not only said this is important, um, and they brought this panel back for uh, 2021. And so uh, next to me, we have Monica, who's with Capital W. Uh, She's a creative producer and director, all-around great ally. And then Naya Mack with Meow Wolf uh, out of Santa Fe. So she's working on a project currently. But just being able to lean into my experiences with them and really identify uh, mission and vision versus the true employee experience, talking about opportunities for everyone to get engaged and not just HR or uh, hourly associates, pushing for diversity and inclusion and ways, solutions and ways to start doing the work today. Uh, so that was really exciting. And then sharing resources that we have on the Big Break Foundation website to help further not only amplify so many organizations already doing the work, um, but also to help further support everyone's diversity and inclusion initiatives within this industry. So, so many people, it was so heartwarming because I, I, I didn't know how many people were going to show up. It's 8.30 in the morning. Um, let's be real. If I wasn't on the panel, I don't know that I would have been awake that early. Um so to to have that opportunity and then later throughout the week so many people stopped uh either stopped me on the floor and just thanked me uh reached out to me on linkedin or stopped by the big break foundation booth to figure out ways to further support us and support their initiatives as well so it was really it really kicked off 
IAPA for the for the week, and that it was just so heartwarming. Yeah, I must say uh, it was a great panel. I enjoyed it. It was a great turn. I thought it was a great turnout. And I just was sitting in the room looking around and seeing all these people I'd known and talked to all throughout the year in the pandemic. And it was really fun to see everybody in person. Um, on top of that, I, I, I developed a big man crush on Nick Taylor, uh, who was the, the person who <laughs> arranged this. And um, I, I got to walk around with him and, and, and show him a lot of, introduce him to a lot of different people. Um, and that was really exciting. And he, he claimed he had, he had watched TETV on many occasions and was very aware of it. So I don't know if he was just lying, but it, either way, <laughs> it was great. And we'll, we'll have to bring him on the show and, and talk further with him. He's from Mastermind Studio, uh, had, had worked with the Meow Wolf team. So that was awesome. Um, no, I, I, sorry, go ahead. No, I'm, I'm hopeful that there will be a secondary se- uh, series similar to the immersive trends with uh, Sean McCoy and Cynthia Sharp. So hopefully this will be a continued tradition. We'll, we'll see. Um, but ask IAPA. IAPA listens to their members and really uh, creates programming to fit the needs of the members and the different companies and organizations. And they know that this is an important topic. And I saw that throughout a lot of there. Who me? <laughs> that, yeah, what are you saying at this moment? Huh? What are you saying at this moment? I'm either reading off the title or I'm going through the list of resources before we have to wrap up. Our session was an hour, but we could have gone hours uh, with the conversation and it was really well received and we had a lot of engagement with questions, really good questions too. And so I, I was probably referencing that. There you go. And of course, you know, we had we we had our own IAPA booth as seen here. This is the um, so this is a really, really fantastic. I'm going to take it away. No. So as part of our exposure, we definitely knew that we wanted a booth and a space at IAPA. And it was so great to have so many people come together to make that possible. IAPA first for allowing us to be there um, first and foremost. But then we got incredible partners uh, to help amplify our message. So first things first, I uh, Blue Telescope who created our media and I, a TTV uh, uh, associate, Reese, uh, she did an incredible job condensing literally what like 20 to 30 slides in less than a minute um, and really delivering a great message and showcasing who we are and the benefits of inclusion, diversity, equity, and accessibility uh, for this industry. So great job. And then Caitlin as well. She's a producer of the show and she did a great job project managing and making sure Reese didn't have a whole lot on her plate so that she can prioritize this project. Uh, and Trent, uh, as the leader and owner of Blue Telescope, really supporting us and, and making sure we had everything we needed in regards to, to media for our booth. Um, and then, of course, you have media, you need to display it, right? So we have Absin, who provided that wonderful demo kit. Uh, absolutely gorgeous and, and available for you as well. And then, of course, to power everything, uh, Seven Cents. And Seven Cents not only decided to partner with us, uh, but they actually introduced us to Absin. So, it's so appreciative of the community that's already coming together to support 
Big Break Foundation and everybody just amplifying and proclaiming how necessary we are. And that, of course, we are a little biased. We think Big Break Foundation is great and needed, uh, but just getting that confirmation from so many people who stopped by the booth um, and subscribe to our newsletter coming in the new year um, was just, it was absolutely incredible and way more than what I ever anticipated. So. I'm kind of still coming off of my high um, and just now getting my voice back as well. Uh, but overall, a uh, fantastic week. You're muted, Patrick. So, Monet, you know, we, 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 we kind of, because I have a, funny, a couple of funny stories here. So for those of you that are listening online or listening on our podcast, so we, we have a booth that has two banners. And, uh, and we have a, a really decent size, like six foot media display. Um, that's really tall, really huge, uh, and really, really captivated the space. Um, the only other people to have a media display and actually media displays were their business was the booth directly next to us <laughs> out of all these booths that were there, um, which was, I thought pretty comedic, um, <laughs> On top of that, our booth, I don't know what our expectations were. I had no idea it's a 10 by 10 booth, but we were legitimately swamped, I'd say 90% of the time with people. Um, can you all see my, yeah, you can see it, uh, of people just congregating near our booth. Um, this is, this. I just happened to take this photo uh, at a random time. I would say this was, this was very common to see people congregating, wouldn't you say, Monet? Yeah, and that I would say is the most surprising and with anything I do, I always like to have a debrief. So when Patrick and I were on the, the phone after IAPA, I said, well, other than booth size, because clearly we need a bigger booth for next year, <laughs> what is it that we want moving forward? So it was great. It was everything that I wanted. Um, you know, you hope for and you plan that you're going to build this community and network of, of people. and I think we did that. I, I, I really, truly think we did. Um, and I can, you know, everything else was really icing on the cake. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Sarah. Um, but everything else was just icing on the cake. It was so great to see like how things came about organically from the crowds at the booth to even people recognizing uh, some of our past participants like Anna and the Big Break Foundation shirt and like taking them and introducing them to other people. It, it, it was way more than I could have ever imagined and what we wanted for our program and our first experience. So now we have to just go bigger and <laughs> even better next year. Yeah, and it was, it was fun. Oh, sorry, go ahead, Andy. Did you guys have any like giveaways or takeaways or anything like that, like waters or anything? So I don't know if you can see it, but yeah. we have our little swag pen. There we go. And it's nice. a big break foundation. Idea is a great idea. And idea is our acronym for inclusion, diversity, equity, and accessibility. And, and you know, you, you actually have almost all the infinity stones, Monet. Do you want to go ahead and take us, show us at least the, uh, the other ones, right? We have TETV. We had buttons that were given out. Of course, big break. TEA, we are a member, OE Experiences, Quantum Creative, who was just on, TTV, and I actually don't know what this is. Somebody gave it to me. Um, they're like, oh, you have a lot of pens. Here you go. You have no but, idea what you're, you're, you're propping up. I, I actually think this is, I don't remember pins being such a big deal 
in prior years, but I love it. It's like pin trading's back. We're going to be able to. I'll have to send you guys some pachinko pins. Yeah. Yes, um, please. Wait, I'll go get one. We're very popular. And, and Anna, you have a stash to bring back. You got a few to give to uh, some TVers from LA, which is really cool. I sure uh, do. Andy, I've got a couple with your name on it. <laughs> yeah, so we, it was really cool to see um, that, you know, and when Lene and I were kind of talking about, okay, we have 50 young professionals that were Big Break Foundation is going to bring out there. You know, I think one way Apple can be really intimidating, right? So, oh, sorry. Oh, that's awesome. I would have worn that the entire time, Andy. <laughs> I give I give them out of uh, 2019, I have. Yeah. That's great. So um, going to Apple can be a little intimidating, right? So we wanted we set up a couple programs, and one of them was actually a tour, a show floor tour, a show floor tour. So we had um, Ross Osterman and uh, Jen Sauer, who are really, really interesting, cool cats. Um, who've worked on many of our beloved, have some sort of a beloved connection to all sorts of projects from Universal and um, other places. Um, they were taking tours around the show floor twice, uh, two times for a day. And it was really cool. Um, you know, Anna, you went on this, this tour. Uh, how was it for you? It was great. It was a comprehensive way to get a lay of the land. Uh, you know, I, I was there for pretty much all the days and I, I still don't think I saw everything, but it was a great way to get a little introduction to everything. Um, you know, I, I had a better grasp of how to successfully go through the show floor and our guides were so knowledgeable. I mean, it was, it was great to, um, so take it and nice too to to hang out with some of the other big break foundation uh edutainment recipients they were they were great it was nice to network with not only like the industry pros but the other up and coming uh well I, i'll call them a ki- i'll call them kids but they're not kids <laughs> they're emerging professionals i want yeah, there I you go coin this. <laughs> so yeah because there's a mentality with young that you know, you're not skilled or knowledgeable, but you are. So emerging professionals are trying to break into the industry. For sure. And it was great. Uh, there was a moment I, I'm standing there with, uh, again, friend of uh, TETV, Sam Wood. She's, I would say, the number one TETV fan as far as tuning in um, for shows. Uh, but the two of us were going to a panel And when we exited, there was a gal just walking by herself. She had a cool shirt on. We said, hey, what are you doing right now? You know, you're you're a young professional, emerging professional. What are you doing right now? And she said, well, I don't have any plans. Why? And I said, well, the Big Break Foundation has set up a series of conversations with industry, uh, big industry players, CEOs, it's just a short walk over to the uh, Orlando Hilton. Let's go together. Do you want to go talk to Phil Hedema and, you know, all these other cool people? And she's like, what? <laughs> like, of course I'm going. And it was so cool to just introduce somebody straight away to Big Break Foundation that probably would have never known it existed before that. Um so yeah, it was, and those, man, those talks were amazing. It was so great to be able to have, you know, good conversations, ask big, hard questions, uh, and get some awesome responses and have some like one-on-one time too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what the premise that we had was, you know, we, with big break foundation, we've had a lot of people coming out of the woodwork 
that want to get involved. And oftentimes we're like, we don't have anything to, for you to do quite yet, or we're, we're building relationships and we're getting, we're getting companies on board for our work, workshop shop leadership program and all that. Um, but this is a great way to say, look, come and talk to the, to these emerging professionals who are part of our program. Uh, and the, you know, the turnout was great. Uh, our response rate was fantastic. Uh, this isn't even showing everybody. I think these are just the photos that I had on my phone just now. Um, so, you know, huge shout out. We had, you know, representatives from Disney, Myco2, um, the DC with Nathan Jones, you know, Chris Lang, Phil Hedema from the Hedema Group, Justin Stussy, friend of the network, Cynthia Sharp, Melissa Rimino uh, from Nassau, Darren from Oceaneering, Robinette from Animax, um, Adam, Sandy, and Frank, uh, Frank from Franken Design, along with Jeremy Grunert. Uh, I, I, that is not everybody. There are more people that, that mm-hmm. showed up to these. They're all tagged on our LinkedIn social medias. And it was a really cool way to get together. Uh, and then what would happen afterwards for these is that we would have a little bit of a, a cool off period where they were able to just, the professionals were able to chat with whoever they wanted, uh, wanted to. Um, so, you know, for example, on the next slide, you'll see just Phil Hedema, who's very tall and as tall as me. So that's always weird when I see somebody who's tall, just chatting it up there. You know, there's Anna right there, front and center, of course. Um, <laughs> Chatting it is out. It, is, it, is it bad that I know what bar that is? <laughs> no, it's, not at all. it's brand new, so I don't know if that it existed before. But but yes, it was. They they that's a sidetrack. My point of the story is it's not sad at all. <laughs> well, no. One of the things that I was even as an executive director, the a lot of the conversation wasn't just focused on professional advice. Uh, which I really think humanized the conversation and we're going in that direction of being more people-centric in in different companies. And definitely that's the more equitable way to move forward with business practices. If you invest in your people and take care of your people, they will take care of your company. And it was so great to hear so many of these executives talking about, you know, knowing who you are first and foremost, what your non-negotiables are, um, being true to yourself and being authentic. Don't try to conform or fit yourself in the box. Being curious. That was, I will say, I wish I would have gotten some of the advice that was given even in the early stages of my career. Even now I appreciated a lot of the advice that was given. It was so relevant important for emerging professionals to hear to be their raw true authentic self that everybody has skills and talents and to hone in on that and that's how you're going to be able to make your big break it's the the uniqueness in you that's really going to make the difference of how you succeed and i i think anna correct me if i'm wrong that was really like the overarching message uh which was fantastic it was absolutely incredible and hoping to expand that even further next year yeah that's fantastic amazing experience really i i was very uh excited to go to as many of them as i possibly could and there were just so many you guys really did a great job organizing that uh and the again the the message going back to you know we are people of this industry keyword being people and real conversations about, you know, how do you uh, deal with work-life balance? This is an industry that you are working all the time and, you know, maintaining a humanness, uh, man, it was really, really good conversations. 
Yeah, and you know it was cool. I I, I bought a video camera. We recorded them, and you know it'd be gr- it'd be great to maybe broadcast it out in some way or sh- some fashion with the people's approval. I have to kind of run through the footage and all that and, and see how it all looked, but um, it was you know it was pretty interesting content. Um, and I, and I do, do got to give a special shout out uh, to uh, Ty Granioli and uh, Jen Man and the Christmas from Nickelodeon and Paramount because. Um, they were like the first people I kind of like shot the idea over to and said, Hey, would you be interested in kind of maybe chatting with a couple people? And then um, they're like immediately. Yes. And then, you know, shot out 25 emails to other industry executives who were kind of pouring in of yeses. It was really cool to see that. Um, and then Jeremy Greener is just a great guy. So shout out to him as well. Um, he's also tall. Um, so it was a great program. Um, you know, just next year, want to go bigger, better, and not be the one organizing it. Um, but we'll get people to volunteer for that because uh, it, it, it was a lot of work running around. But it was fun to fun to have some to, to chat with the professionals and all that. Well, I know already we have an ambassador who was able to find their big break. Um, so hopefully she'll head up our committee next year and, and bring some ideas and then uh, we'll be surveying this week, actually sending out a survey to all the participants to see what else they would have wanted to experience or how to build the, the program even better um, for 2022. So super excited to see what that looks like and and stay tuned uh, for those who don't subscribe to Big Break Foundation. I definitely encourage Yes, follow us, but subscribe um, because that's the sure way that you're going to get the information of future programs and opportunities available. So I'm, I must what? say, you know, oh, sorry, go ahead, Eddie. No, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, um, you know, we're we're making the news today, right? We already announced the TETV mixer at uh, during the time of the Thea's. I think we could safely say there's going to be an IAPA TETV party as well for next year at IAPA. So um, we're going to start partying. <laughs> we got to pick a bigger venue though next time. <laughs> so, so you know, that's a perfect segue. You know, speaking of parties, um, the thing that I missed the most uh, not going to IAPA this year was the parties. So let's talk about the parties. What parties did you guys go to and how were they? Well, that, I'll talk about Valtech because Big Break Foundation got an invite there. And Valtech works in a lot of different industries, bringing experiences together, but really intentionally through the pandemic decided to invest in themed entertainment. So they have a themed entertainment branch here in Orlando. Um, and Erica McKay, she, her and I had an introduction through the Klingiverse um, and just telling her about the story of Big Break Foundation and how it was kind of a pandemic pivot uh, for Chuck and Patrick and really looking at this industry in a different way and how they could help. Um, and she introduced us to the party that they wanted to not only introduce Valtech to this industry formally through a party, but then also... Um, recognizing the positive pivots that came out of the pandemic, which I thought was absolutely incredible. We saw so much division, so much negativity. Um, So to put a positive spin on the pandemic, they invited a lot of different companies. um, But one of the things that was really awesome is they wanted to amplify those who pivoted in the industry and why. And Big Break Foundation was invited to that. So we got to share even more about 
who we are to another audience that we didn't intend before. And then Valtech introducing us to what they plan on doing with their themed entertainment division, which was really incredible. So big shout out and thanks to them as well. That's awesome. I mean, you know, all it takes is is one trip to, uh, to IAPA to realize that that the real action happens at the parties and the real networking happens at the parties. Um, I would say half of the time that I've gone to IAPA, I didn't even go on the show floor. I just went to the parties and meetings. Um, and yeah, I mean, parties are where it's at. I mean, that's that's really, I mean, meeting, running into people on the show floor. I mean, certainly it looks like the Big Break uh, booth was a, uh, a a great node of contact for a lot of people this year, which is which is a new thing. I mean, usually it's the TEA booth where, you know, you can just like hang out and then like, you know, it's a rotating cast of characters that you can constantly meet from, meet, meet people at and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I mean... Yeah, I mean, uh, I uh, the highlight of the year, the week for me is always the big parties. Like, what what are the big parties did you guys go to? Anna, uh, did you go any to? Had you go any like big parties, like a like a Nassau party or a Hedema party or anything like that? Honestly, that Valtech party was kind of the the I would say was the like biggest most fancy party that I went to, which was <laughs> it's pretty fantastic. I it's okay. Full full disclosure when we walked up. We were a little early and my instinct was like, are we supposed to be here? Like, <laughs> this seems like way too fancy. Uh, but um, I also, of course, the T, uh, TETV mixer, um, I didn't buy tickets to go to the TEA one, but that looked like an absolute madhouse. I'm sure it was fantastic. Patrick, did you go to the TEA mixer? Yeah, I did. I, um, you know, I, I did go after TETV, you know, this is this is me there, kind of for dinner night with Chuck Bossett. Uh, we, <laughs> very sweaty and hot. Uh, it was actually pretty, pretty good weather. But, um, yeah, it was great. You know, that was where I actually, Nick Taylor, uh, there was a group of us hanging out when I was there at the TETV party. And then we were all going to kind of go together. Uh, really, it was just like walking 20 feet. Um, and I walked across the show, the, the party with Nick Taylor because he didn't really know anybody. And. Uh, I introduced him to like 20 people in 20 minutes just by walking through there and running into all sorts of people. Um, so that was really fun to see people I hadn't seen in a long time and people who have been coming, who normally haven't been in Orlando. So I had, I had a great time um, at that, at that part of the TEA party. Um, and then by the time uh, for me, it was like, I'd be walking by and somebody would be saying, Hey, I'm going to this party or that party. I just be like, I'm going to go home to sleep. Uh, Cause it is a little bit different for us in Orlando we can go to our own beds at night versus having to go down to a hotel room. So uh, I didn't do any late night shenanigans at any of the uh, hotel parties that happened. Uh, not this year, but Andy open to next year. If you come out and you want to, uh, you know, go, go around town with me, I'm happy to do it. Oh yeah. That's the whole point. That's the whole, that's the whole thing, baby. Well, and I know a lot of people were hesitant about having parties. Yeah. Um, so I know there was uh, less focus on parties this year. Of course, there were. I know Scenario had their 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 get together, um, and then also Bizark had their their event as well um, for company development. Uh, so a lot of great events. It was just. I know for me personally, I was like, I can't do one more thing. I'm exhausted. Um, 
But that's a good IAPA week. If you're not exhausted and need to emotionally disconnect and, and not talk to anybody for uh, a week. Yeah, right, Jeremy, what is sleep? <laughs> uh, for that week, I had none. Um, and then I slept literally 16 hours on Saturday. <laughs> that sounds about right. Um, I, I, I want to say just that we had a comment in the, in the thread um, from Cynthia, which is to say, Andy, you just hit on the big challenges of IAPA. The parties are where a lot of the networking happens, but that means you have to get invited. And, you know, as somebody who basically, just to be completely honest, I, the if Dead School, a.k.a. Deck, had not have texted me saying, hey, where's the TV party? Like oh, five days before IAPA, there probably wouldn't have been one. Um, and I'm really <laughs> glad we did. Because, you know, with the way we are, you know, we, we were able to, we just did an open invite. Everyone's able to come. There's no, there's no charge. It was just pay as you go if you wanted to. And um, to me, I could see there really was a demand to have that, uh, have that kind of event for people to go and hang out on who have mutual interests, um, such as theme experiences. And, you know, it's particularly different this year because the TEA sold out and they, which is great. I'm a, you know, I, I just came off the Eastern Division board, happy that they, they sold out. Um, but it, it also uh, was $35, $50 for non-members. And that's, that is a barrier uh, to just get in. So uh, I think that, you know, look for more um, open events from TETV and Big Break Foundation. You know, I'm sure we'll have something bigger next year for Big Break. Uh, TETV is just on a, a skyrocket to the mountaintop, uh, you know, which I just love that anybody can show up and, and everyone's welcome. Um, and we'll see if that will, we might keep Andy out, but other than that, I think everyone's welcome. <laughs> I mean, I was, that was the one thing I was a little disappointed, Andy. I even like a few days prior is like, Patrick, is Andy coming? Like, I haven't, I haven't met him in person, the infamous and amazing Andy, but I'm glad to, to know that I'll meet you in April. So Yes, I'll def definitely. I'm looking forward to that. I'm really sad that I couldn't make it. So I really miss seeing all of you. Yeah. Um, does anybody have any final thoughts? I have a final thought, but I can give it as a final thought. I think we should go to your final thought. I was well, saying, I do have one. I have yeah, one yeah, little yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, just as on whole, the biggest takeaway, other than, of course, all the networking and all that great stuff, was just the sheer energy of being in a giant expo space filled with people who are just as passionate and excited about this industry as I am was the most like fueling thing. Like I, I walked away from IAPA, got on my plane back to LA and really felt like now, you know, now is the time. Now is, is, is the time to really keep you know keep that energy going um it was again just a really wonderful experience i hope i can give you a lot of momentum that's for sure now and to just echo yes the energy for sure but even the community let's be real like we all have had a, a rough year and a half to almost two years and still some people are struggling um but the community that iapa has brought together for that week, it was just, it was refreshing and a great reminder of why we create experiences is for that connection, to build that community around experiences and, and to move ourselves forward as an industry um, and together. So I, I love that, that community and togetherness that IAPA brought. 
Well, I can't wait till I can't wait till next year, and I I really want to you know level up the uh, to ETV party with you, Patrick, and and the team and everybody. I think that uh, you know we sh we should uh, we should definitely level up next year. Yeah, we will. We'll go from level 100 to level 101. No, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest to everybody watching and and to or listening wherever you are. Uh, I was really dreading IAPA uh, in general. So for those of you that don't know, when you're unemployed, I'm a, I'm technically unemployed right now. Not really technically. I'm a freelancer, but I'm available. You know, I've been laid off for seven months now. You know, go, going to those networking events can be really stressful, and they can be really feel really uh, shitty when you you know people say, "Hey, what have you up to?" and and you don't really have an answer for that. And I, I kind of first experienced that at a slice networking event where everyone's in the same boat, but it also just kind of it, mental health can really tax on you. And uh, I thought this was going to be one of the most mentally health taxing things ever. Um, it, even, you know, somebody, people even looked at my LinkedIn sometimes like, Hey, it looks like you're always posting stuff. So I thought you're not busy. I'm like, no, no, no I'm very available. Uh, and I, when it came to actually IAPA from the moment I set foot in to watch uh, Monet's panel, uh, I just was reminded of all these people I know and that like, these are my people. This is the industry I want to be in. I couldn't walk five feet without, you know, as the, you know, couldn't walk a little bit without running the people that I knew. And so it was actually very reassuring to, to that. No, this is the industry I'm in. This is where my people are. This is my expertise. Um, and that, you know, just the validation we have with big rate foundation and TETV um, before that, it was all just kind of these things out in the internet that are kind of through zoom and a little out in the ether but to real get hard, you know, cold, hard evidence that the things that we're doing really matter and are making a difference was really good. So that was nice and refreshing, a recharge, um, had a lot of great conversations. And now everybody goes into the holiday slumber. And then maybe things will pick up back in January for work for all those out there, too, that are looking for work. Hopefully that's what happens. Oh, absolutely. Well, I'm glad that you guys all had such a great experience and I'm not jealous at all. <laughs> No, I. It's funny. I don't. I don't. I. I really very very rarely experience uh, FOMO from people doing things and going on vacations or anything like that. Stuff. Like, great, good for you. Have a great time. But this, I really was like, you know, my social media feed was like ninety nine percent IAPA posts and one percent cat posts, and <laughs> um, and it's. Uh, I was really happy. Uh, that everybody was having fun, but I was really sad that I was missing out on it. So definitely next year, definitely will be next year. So yeah, good deal. Well, looking I, forward to it. So I must say, you know, we don't want to miss anything here at TETV. So go to themedexperiencetv.com. Sign up for our newsletter. Um, we have a great newsletter every week that we send out, which kind of recaps the show. That list is expanding. We'd love to have more people on it. Uh, follow us on social medias. We're on LinkedIn. We're almost over a thousand uh, follows on LinkedIn, so I'm really edging for that to happen, which is great. Just a great symbolic number. Twitter, Facebook, like and subscribe on YouTube, all that kind of good stuff. Uh, and I must say that we have uh, we're in talks with some pretty interesting projects from some pretty big theme parks to showcase their attractions. Uh, I, it's I can't I, that's all I'll say. So we're excited that, that we're the network is growing. We have humongous plans for next year with TETV. Uh, which kind of, you know, IAPA compounded that because there were so many people interested in talking to us um, and showcasing their companies and, and continuing on. But, so thank you for joining us here. Andy, any closing thoughts or goodbyes? 
Thank you, Monet and Anna, for joining us and giving us your thoughts and impressions uh, about the issues I happen and, and the perspective of uh, having a booth and Big Break Foundation and, and all of that and, and uh, newbies and everything. And yeah. I, I'm happy that uh, that you all had a great time. That's awesome. And thank you for sharing. Absolutely. Thank you for having. Of course. We'll see you guys soon. Bye, everybody.